Hey, hey, what is up, everybody? This is episode four for the PTpreneurs podcast. Right now on Instagram Live, this is Andrew Tran from Physio Memes. And Gabby Whistler with Mind Health DPT. All right, so today we're going to talk about why you have to learn how to sell to be successful as a physical therapist and a business owner. If you guys are jumping on, thank you, Boston Therapist. Uh, thanks, Ethan. Th- thanks for jumping on. Uh, so that's going to be our topic today. And I think a lot of negativity or like um, a negative mindset behind selling. Um, so we should probably address that first. Yeah, so I don't know about you guys, but I used to love the movie Matilda. And <laughs> I'm laughing my head because I'm picturing what's the little actor. What's his... I don't know. I've never watched Matilda. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dang it, you're ruining my story. Um, Anyways, if you guys know the name of the actor, the dad is a car salesman, and he's kind of a brat about it. And that's just kind of always the picture I've had about selling things, um, is that selling is annoying, and um, they're just out to get my money, and yeah, that's really my biggest viewpoints on it. Yeah, I I think in general, just selling, um, you know, from whatever Hollywood scenes, whatever our parents or society, whatever, um, just makes it seem like it's just a bad thing uh, because it's about money because we're always taught like money is the root of all evil, right? And I think that's totally false now because I used to believe that because maybe cause just because of, of our mindset with school and everything. And um, I think I was um, on a training yesterday listening to one of our coaches and just talking about how money just exposes more of who you really are. Right. So if you're a bad person, you have more money, you're probably going to do more bad things or just blow it away or do whatever. But if you're a good person, you're trying to do good in the world, right? Uh, you have more money, you can help more people, right? So if you help more people, you make more money and you can help even more people, right? So I think it's just that uh, viewpoint of money when you're selling people are trying to make money. And I think, um, so I think that's just the mindset that we, a majority of us, I used to have that mindset probably to a few years ago. But it, Still too. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. It is really hard. And, 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 it, and it is hard and I've learned it from, you know, different angles because at the end of the day, selling is like, you know, what makes you to be a good physical therapist and also to be a business owner because if you don't sell as a business owner, you don't make any money and then you really don't really have a business, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good point. Yeah. Um, you have a not-for-profit or a volunteer yeah. organization. <laughs> yeah, you just be volunteering because even non-profits are still making yeah, money. True. So, uh, but yeah, it's. I think I think having to to get over that because at the end of the day, like everything we do in life, we're selling. Like if you're in, you know, trying to go out with your friends on the weekend, you're selling them on the fact. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like hey, like. Like, do you really want to be out to two in the morning? But it's like, hey, like, let's go out. Um, you know, like, let's meet some guys or some girls. Uh, let's go get some right. drinks. Let's, you know, we're going to feel good. We're gonna... How about let's go get food? That's what I'm all about. Let's go get food. Gabby loves food. I love food, too. Oh, yeah. You guys ever want to get on Gabby's good side? Yeah. Um, send her food. Please. We'll get on my good side and send her food. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, it's. Forgot now where I was going with Sorry. that. Yeah, so just selling like even experiences uh, with that. So I think that's one thing that we just a skill that we need to to develop. So why is it important that we learn the skill to be better therapists though, even if we never want to have our own business? Yeah. So in PT school or dietitian school or whatever the case may be, even cosmetology school, right? We're given the tools that we need. We're given the essential 
and basic under and actually further than that, like a deeper understanding of the knowledge. So we have everything we need to help change people's lives, but we're never told this is how you tell your story. This is how you convince someone you can help them. We're, we're just doctored into this idea and this thought that once we graduate, we're now this glorified, um, know it all of whatever field we're in and people are going to start coming to us and in the medical system that is usually the case because we're getting referrals from doctors and things like that but when we're trying to be autonomous or we run our own business or um we want to be you know we want to serve a greater population or a specific population we really have to understand how to market ourselves to the potential customers we want and not just everybody right because we're not targeting everybody we may take everyone in that comes to us because we right. we can help them but typically we have this idea in our heads of this passion that we have and this person we want to help and we have to understand how to effectively communicate that to them or they're never going to one buy in and believe it and see the results but to give you that money exactly and the thing, yeah, so even if you're not the one collecting the money as a physical therapist, right? So when you're a physical therapist, like when a patient comes to you, when you're doing the evaluation with them, you need to be able to sell to them, right? Uh, because if you aren't good at selling, you aren't good at sales, this is why we have compliance issues. If you're really good at sales, you won't have patient compliance issues. Some people are saying like, um, you know, my patient didn't do their home exercise program. Oh, they're not coming or they're making these excuses, whatnot. Yeah, there's emergencies, a small percentage of whatnot. But for overall, like if your patient isn't doing your home exercise, there's something missing there. And it's probably because, and we always try to put it on the patients, but majority of the time it's, you know, the clinician's fault because you yeah. suck at selling or they just drop <laughs> off because you, because you suck at selling. Because the thing is like, selling is not something you do to someone i think a lot of people say this so selling is something you do for someone right so you're trying you're, when we're trying to sell physical therapy but we need to sell like the transformation that we're going to get out of that and i think we just lose that focus um because we like we haven't done the work on the back end to really um know the patient of what they really want to be able to sell them that transformation, like, you know, you're right here, you're in pain, physical, emotional, spiritual pain, and you're trying to get them to, you know, essentially, quote unquote, discharge, or a lot of people don't like that term, but you're at the end of your plan of care. Better right? place. A better place. A, a better place, right? <laughs> yeah. So the thing is, you need to sell them on the fact, like, if, to get from here to here, right, I'm the person for you, this is what we're going to need to do. And if you, you can sell them on that, then it's like you really don't have an issue because if, the thing is people do fall off. Um, you already knew exactly from the get-go like what their one pain point is, what, where they came from, and where they want to go to. If you didn't do a good job collecting that, um, and out of any journey, again, we're talking about from physical therapy as a business owner, whatever you're selling in your, in your business, um, Anthony Roscoe jumping on. Oh, he's freaking beast at this. Um, <laughs> Whoa. But... But yeah, I think it's just something that you know we do for someone and that we're helping them and it's not something negative that, because the thing is we all want people to come to physical therapy, but then we don't want to sell physical therapy. We don't want to sell the services that we're doing with them. So we need to have them see that transformation through there. Yeah, and you bring up a good point when you say like we don't want to sell. Like the thought of selling something to someone makes me cringe. I'm like panicking on the inside and so uncomfortable with that thought. Um, but now that I'm in this, new transition of learning how to sell um, my services it's because I've understood that I have something really powerful I have these tools that can literally change people's lives and 
they're not being utilized to their fullest extent because I haven't shown people how I can do that. Um, and now that I understand it's not so much a trans, just a transfer of like energy, it's more so me sh literally showing someone how I can utilize what I know to transform them. Exactly. Um, I think of it more in that terms and it's now it's not uncomfortable. It's like, oh my God, I have to do this because there's people right. out there that need me. Yeah, so even though you know that, so I guess kind of backtracking that, like, why do you feel all those anxiety and those feelings on the inside and just feel like you're going to vomit or nauseous? Like, why do you still feel that? Because I feel like a sales slut, right? That's what a, sale, like. a sales slut. <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, what I grew up thinking about people that are selling. And no. it's honestly, you have to change the way you think about selling right. in order to overcome that. Like, you just, it's a mindset shift. Uh, hashtag sales slut. Uh, <laughs> I do. But, but, but it feels like. But the thing is, like, there are great, there are people that are great at selling that sell shitty products, yeah. right? And a lot of times in physical therapy, we see a lot of stuff on the internet and the health and fitness realm that um, are not what physical therapy represents or just some stuff that like doesn't really help uh, patients and we just, they do a better job of selling than we do, right? Uh, Dustin Howard is jumping on, high ticket physio right there, man. Uh, thanks for jumping on, dude. So he is the master at sales as well. But, um, but yeah, so at the end of the day, that's what like, after I learned that, have that mindset shift, like when I work with patients, like I rarely have home exercise compliance issues. Um, you know, even patients like no show and cancel rate and stuff, like yeah, you still have that, but it diminished a lot from when I started to have that mindset change of like what you're gonna do when you're, when you're selling um, your services to them because you're, cause you're helping them. And I think, I can't remember who had said this, but like, and I'm very like just passionate, like, I mean, as most physical therapists are, like, having people avoid like the opioid um, crisis, unnecessary surgeries, uh, getting injections, and this ends up leading to all that stuff as well. And you know, physical therapy, we, we want patients to avoid that as much as possible. Um, you know, and conserve all the conservative measures fail. You know, going get, getting a surgery. But the thing is, like, if you suck at selling, like this is where I don't ever feel bad at selling physical therapy services. Um, you know, your plan of care that you're working with, with people. Because if you suck at selling and that patient shows up for your evaluation and they end up dropping off and they, or they're not compliant or doing anything, like you could be the last person between them and unnecessary back surgery. Yeah. And you could get pissed as fuck of them like, oh, they chose surgery. Well, they were in your office. Yeah. You were the right person for that. And you couldn't convince them and they're like, literally in your laps like right there. And like... After that, I don't ever feel bad with selling because yeah. they're going to have fusions. They're going to have all the stuff that really didn't need to be avoided. And you knew that from the get-go. And that would just um, – so that's why like, I don't ever feel bad with selling now. So, so yeah, Dustin, he switched over to high ticket. You're just jumping on different accounts, <laughs> man. Uh, high Using ticket physio. Uh, yes, 1,000%. Yes. So that's why at the end of the day, like, even, even if you charge a shit ton, like, people are like, oh, $1,000, $2,000. Like, that's still way cheaper than back surgery. That's still yeah. way cheaper than – getting like opioid addiction, trying to recover from that or dying or whatever that may be. Because oh, yeah. so, so that's why like, you know, we need to learn how to sell because if you suck at selling, like that's on you. So. And it affects millions of people out there. It's not just you that is missing out. It's every patient you're not helping because you haven't shared um, with them what you're capable of. So um, yeah, and it's obvious that we suck at selling, especially as PTs, because if you go up to any stranger on the streets and ask them what a physical therapist does, they're going to look at you like, 
<laughs> Just like that. They're going to give you a bunch of chin tucks. <laughs> they have no idea. They have no freaking clue what we do. Um, and that's terrible. We need to we need to figure out how to communicate that. Exactly. And this is why we sell. Uh, we have the best option for them to sell. Uh, you're helping people. Exactly, Dustin. And the thing is, like, as, as we're both saying this, like, we are not like the best salespeople in physical therapy or anything like that. It's just something that we've learned and we're getting better, continually getting better with it. And we can honestly talk about this for hours, but like this is kind of like the basis of just learning how to sell physical therapy. And like and now I'm transitioning from a clinician to my own business and I've had to learn, what's up Joey? And I've had to learn how to sell a different product, different services and different things now working with the messaging to help people have a better, um, you know, outcome in their, in their business and but yeah oh a lot of the sales is, is getting those reps in exactly like you can study read things all day but like getting those reps in like you can read how to do a manipulation all day but if you don't go ahead and you know put your hands on you know I tried to manipulate back <laughs> the other night I had no idea what I was doing because I haven't practiced yeah and that's all sales is yeah and, and it's just anything right if you just don't do anything for a while like I haven't played basketball forever like I used to be decent and if I like get back to it like just getting reps in if not it gets, it gets rusty and you know it's, it's a skill that you have to develop as well what position did you play in basketball uh, I was a small, short guy, so I was not all of them. So either the, either the one or two guard. I don't, I don't know anything about basketball. I played the small guy. Uh, I didn't play the center. Did you play all of them? Yeah. Oh, okay. no. Well, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so that's why this is important of knowing like the transformation that you're giving people and also the feeling that you're going to give people. If people come to you hurt, and, and pain and all this stuff, and they come leave, leaving empowered, strong, happy, excited, uh, rejuvenated, you know, resilient back to where they're at to get back socially to what they want to do. Like, that's a great thing that you're doing to sell them for them. Um, and no matter what it is in, in business, if you have a good product and you really believe in it, and it's like nothing like, you know, scamming them or doing that, like, it's your responsibility to get better at it. And like, I jumped on a sales call today with, with a client, a potential client, and I didn't close, but like, I'm learning, like, you know what has what I'm doing better or worse with it. Uh, like even while I'm going through it, to like okay, like that went the wrong direction. I didn't really think about that. And this is stuff that we should do as as a clinician as well. It's like, oh, why is the patient objecting with this? So mm -hmm. yeah, and you're honestly with physio memes even alone outside of that. Like people have this feeling that they get when they purchase something from you. You know, like I know I've gotten a few shirts and I'm proud to wear them because of what you stand for. Um, and it, the reason I have those products, well, you give me some of them, but <laughs> the ones that I buy, that you guys buy, like it's because he's done a really great job at selling his philosophy and his brand, not just his products, but like who he is as a person to you guys. Um, if someone wants to learn like how to sell, where do they start? Like, is it podcast books, mentorship? Like, is there a technique where, how do you, what do you suggest? So the way I've learned sales, I think. One, if you guys have listened all the way through, thanks for you guys for jumping on um, on the live. But I think the first part of just even learning sales is getting over the fact uh, money is a bad thing. So I think it's going back to that. Because if you don't have your viewpoint on money correctly, and if you think money is bad and, you know, oh, I don't want this, you know, X amount of dollars or make this much or whatever it is, um, if you don't get over that, like you're not gonna be able to sell it, like stuff. So that's where I think is um, part of the first step. But I've like 
one of the um, books that I've enjoyed reading, one of my favorite books, is To Sell is Human by Daniel Pink. And just kind of says like, basically one of the examples I gave earlier, but he gives like the example of like going out with your friends. It's like everything that we do, even though we're not in the sales position, like we're selling. Yeah. Like your professor needs to sell on the fact that you need to go to class to get your degree, right? And if they don't, like if people don't show up, they haven't probably sold the fact that it's important to go, Yeah. right? Um, so like everything that you do, like we're like in a, most professions that you're doing, you're selling something, right? Absolutely. What did you say about money earlier? You made a comment when you were in the pantry and I liked it. It was Money is just... I forget what you said. You were in the pantry. <laughs> oh, yeah, you were in the pantry. You have a pantry. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Never mind. You, you made some comment about it. Um, you said money isn't evil. It's just... Do you remember? No? Um, I forget what I said earlier. Did I, say, I thought I said it on the live, but didn't I? No? No. Okay. I'll, we'll think of it. We'll share oh, yeah. it with you guys. Um, but yeah, money... Yeah, Dustin. Mindset is definitely the, uh, the, the first step to it. It's having the right mindset. Because if that... like. All the techniques and all the other stuff won't really matter. The wording stuff won't matter because you, you don't believe in it. Like people can hear that through you. You won't believe in it. Um, and you're not going to at first. No. Truthfully. But again, it just it just takes reps. Like just because you do your first eval, like you know, like you knew everything, you studied it, you ate your practicals and all that stuff, and you go mm -hmm. do it. Like it's just it's just rough the first time, and like you know you have the right mind and everything there. But um, what's up, Brett? Thanks for jumping on. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think one thing I heard recently was like, money is not bad, money is not neutral, money is good. And I think because money helps us solve problems, right? That's what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, because if you, because the thing is like a lot of things that can be solved is you know with with money a lot of times like. Oh, if I, I can't do this because I don't have the money. Mm -hmm. And I think just the viewpoint on money is, again, this is something that's really hard for us to still, like, learn. Like, the past few weeks and few months, I've definitely had to even enhance that mindset. So, um, I think just viewing money as a good thing and not a bad thing. I think up until, like, this year even, and I've done physio meetings for a year and a half, like, just being scared of money, you know. Well, and we're reluctant to give money, too. And you have to get over that hump, too, in... Be grateful to be able to give money to people because when you're doing that, you're helping someone else too. And that's, yeah. I mean, that kind of goes along into it as far as being a consumer, you know, we're talking about the sales, but you're also consumers as well. So yeah, kind of ties into that as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, and that's one thing I've realized too. Like I have just be like, oh, I'm, so it's like, oh, I don't want to pay this because whatever. Like, yeah. like I want to pay you because you solve something for me. Cause that's yeah. what you're doing. You're paying someone because you're, Whatever you're giving the money to, you value that more than your money. Yep. Whatever that may be, whether it's a product or a service or whatever it is, like, um, you know, like you could probably do your own hair, but if you want to go pay someone to... Can't do my own uh, hair. She can't do her own hair. <laughs> I clearly can't do my hair. That's why it looks like this. Um, but yeah, and I think it's just like being happy that you're giving money, whatever it is, like being happy for that, like that energy. It's just, it sounds really cheesy and cliche, but like... It really works, and of you being able to spend uh, money to be like to solve a problem, so you don't have to do it. You know, uh, you do your own hair, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> FYI, y'all, Jason doesn't have any hair. So yeah, money is a tool. It can be good or as bad as the person. You just got called out. <laughs> well, they can just click on his name and see if he has any hair. 
But yeah, um, anything else you want to say, like why it's important to sell either as a PT or a business owner? We've kind of got a couple of tangents there, but. Yeah, no, I think the big thing is just remembering there's someone out there that needs you. And the longer you wait and the more afraid you are to sell, you're essentially hurting yourself and you're hurting every single person out there that would benefit from what you have to offer. So Exactly. And I, and I think you hit the, the nail on the head with that with boons. Don't hit my head. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's oh, okay. like, again, you're, you're helping people out, especially as physical therapists. So we need to sell. So basically to help people avoid the opioid addictions, pain medication, those injections, unnecessary surgeries. Because again, like, like you, that could be on you and you'd be the last person if you suck at selling for them to go, go through that process. But um, we can't, you know, try to do as much as we can, you know, to prevent that. Can you make a shirt that says selling is not slutty, selling is sexy? <laughs> you can do that. You can do that. <laughs> what, what, was, what was the hashtag? Uh, sales slut? Yeah, sales slut. <laughs> uh, we can turn sales slut to, to a positive thing. There we go. <laughs> Oh, um, but yeah, so that's what we have for today. Do you have any other things Just my to joke add? when y'all are joke? ready. Do you guys have any questions? Uh, if you guys have any questions, go ahead and type them out. Gabby has a joke of the day for us, like always. <laughs> she hasn't told me this one yet, I don't think. No, I haven't. I told you I couldn't tell you because you have to have a natural... If I tell you beforehand, you won't have like a natural response. Yeah. It won't be authentic. So, you better laugh because if you just look natural, at me, it's so going to be I, awkward. If I, if I don't laugh, it's still a natural response. <laughs> all right. What did the optometrist say after the funeral? <laughs> this is dark. <laughs> what? I bawled. <laughs> that was actually kind of good. That was actually good. <laughs> You're welcome. I thought that in the bathroom like two seconds ago while I was brushing my hair. That's where all the, the, the great thoughts come from. Jokes. Right? Yeah, the bathroom. <laughs> bathroom. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so if you guys don't have any questions, hopefully you guys enjoyed her joke of the day. Throw some hearts up there if you guys love love it. Yeah, no no, no one gave you any love with that. That was a good one too. Last week's were terrible. Yeah, I thought it was a decent one. Decent. Uh, That was a a good one. That was a good one. It's like snap worthy. (laughs) All right, well, you didn't get any love with that one from the people that are all live. Jason could at least give me like a heart or two. Oh, there there you go. Thanks, guys. Thanks, man. Uh, there we go. There we go. Woo! They're flying in. All right. So if you guys don't have any questions, thank you so much for jumping on live. If you guys are on, if you guys are on the podcast, listen to the replay. Thank you so much. Um, as always, make life humorous. Do you have anything? Do I have a slogan? Uh, we need to re- we need to work on yours. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have one for uh, you next th- week. Thank you so much, Thanks, guys. guys.